Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Sharon Christie. Sharon went from being a nurse to a lawyer and is currently an entrepreneur who started a new venture called Bold Women Lawyers, where she helps women lawyers going out on their own for the first time. Welcome, Sharon. How are you today? I am great, Terry. It's so good to be with you. Thank you. And it's great to have you. I think, uh, you know, my audience is really going to be interested in what you have to say. So, Sharon, take us through your journey through three professions and tell us a little bit about what you are doing today. Sure. I'm glad to do it. So, so I'm a bit of a, as you and I spoke about, I'm a bit of a serial professional. I got out of college and had a degree in nursing and so went to work in an intensive care unit, loved you know, the work, love the patients. But honestly, I just really hated being treated as a second-class citizen. That's what it felt like as a nurse. And so I thought about, whoa, what could I do next, you know? And going back to school was not an issue for me. I was always good at school. And I always had an interest in policy that was sort of law-related and with some encouragement from a mentor, I said, all right, let's do law school. So I did. And really went to law school with the intent of when I get out, I'm going to be in some type of policymaking position dealing with healthcare. So I went to law school. And one of the things, one of the classes that I took was something called trial advocacy, where you would actually do parts of a trial and get filmed and all kinds of craziness like that. And I loved it. I loved that. So I switched my focus and decided that when I got out, I really wanted to be involved as a trial lawyer. And I did that for a long time. So I've been a lawyer for 35 years, a long time. How long were you working as a nurse before? I was a nurse for six. Okay, six. And then a lawyer now for 35. Wow. And I've done different things as a lawyer, I mostly related to personal injury or some type of injury work on both sides. I've defended people. I've represented people that were injured. But 16 years ago, I decided I'm not going to work for anybody else anymore. I'm going to do it on my own. So I set up my own practice and switched my focus again. Because at that point, I really wanted to have a type of practice that that was, for me, more fulfilling. And I got into disability work and representing people who are disabled, who, which for me is the perfect blend of being a nurse because all of these cases are about medical evidence and presenting that to the judge. And I've done that for the last 16 years, and it's been great, and I have loved it, but I reached a point again, where I said to myself, I think it's time to look at something different. And I've been very fortunate 
that uh, I've known a colleague for a long period of time. And so I'm in the process of merging my practice with hers, where I'll basically be a consultant. But I'm also setting up, as you had indicated, a whole nother business, coaching and consulting with women lawyers who are going out on their own or are already on their own, but they need help moving forward. I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, as any business owner does. I've learned a tremendous amount about what works and what doesn't work. And I know that I can help these women save a lot of time, save a lot of money to get where they want to go with their particular practice. And it's different for each person. I think each person has their own motivation. They have their own desires as to what they want out of their law firm. And you know, I'm here to say that's okay. You don't have to follow somebody else's model. I certainly didn't. And let's take it step by step, figure out where you're going, what you really want, and how we can get you there. So that's what I'm moving into now. And it's it's very exciting. I think that's a great idea because I'm sure, you know, there there is no past for women to look at. Like there haven't been a lot of female lawyers out on their own. So it's really hard to know where to go. And now, like before it was the old boys network, each one would help mentor the other one. And we don't have those same mentors and we really need them. That's very true. And I I was just having this conversation yesterday with a friend of mine, and we were talking about how when we came out of law school and, and I started in a big law firm in Baltimore and everybody had to learn how to play golf. You had to learn how to play golf because, because you were taught that, you know, that's where deals were made. Right. Well, I learned how to play golf and I can tell you never made a single deal on the golf course (laughs) because that's where deals were made. If you had the connections with the people who could make deals with you and were also playing golf. So I, I learned to play golf and that was fun and that was okay. But the, the way of networking, you're right for the old boys network wasn't working for the women. No, golf isn't going to work for women. Yeah, we got to find because we communicate differently. Like men, when they're playing a game of golf, they get relaxed and they start talking. But that's not the way women communicate. We don't need golf. We communicate well anyway. So we do have to look for different ways. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, we do. And and the other thing that I realized over the years was, you know, I've worked with a lot of men. And a lot of men who were great lawyers, and I learned a lot from them. But we think differently. We may end up at the same place, but we think about problems differently. We solve problems in a different way. Mm -hmm. And in terms of running your own business, we have different priorities. And for women, they not only have what they're dealing with with their business, but they have family issues and children. And priorities that are focused on their family and their children that men have in a very different way than the women do. And so you have to work your practice, set up your practice, and run your business in a way that can still meet those needs. And it's different. It's different for women. So I think women do need to hear another woman's voice in that regard. Absolutely. And I think it's great that women are going out on their own so that they can be flexible and raise a family. Because if you're in a big corporate law firm, you're not going to have that flexibility. They want you there all the time, certain hours, 
You can't like cut out in the afternoon to go watch your child play soccer and then come back and work some more. When you own your own firm, you can. Exactly. Exactly. It's very difficult when you're working for someone else and you have, particularly in a big firm and, right. and you have very specific demands on your time and you don't have that kind of flexibility. So you're right. That's the advantage of when you go out on your own, you can, you still have to get the work done, but you do it on your own schedule and right. you can set things up in a way that allows you to have that other part of your life. That's so very important. You can go in later so you can drop your child off at school or you have your husband drop the child off. You leave early in the afternoon to pick them up. We need that flexibility and we need to be more involved with our children than we have been in the past. And if you want to be a lawyer, but you you don't want to put in the hours that a big firm is going to make you do, this is a great way to be a lawyer and have that flexibility. Exactly. Exactly. So- so now you're in your and you could retire, but instead of retiring, you're like starting this whole new business. So what made you really, what motivated you to do that today instead of just relaxing? You know, that's a great question because that was one of the, one of the silver linings of the COVID pandemic and the time that we spent working at home was that it did allow me the time. And for me, the law process slowed down a bit until we could get the disability hearings back up and running. And it gave me the time to step back and say, you know, this, it, it, this is really a decision point And what do you want to do next? And I realized that there are many things about working that I love. I love the structure I love the feeling of being productive in the way that I'm productive in a work setting. I love the people that I deal with. So to think about just giving all of that up was not what I wanted to do. Uh, And I really wanted to find a way that I could work from home totally, still be involved in the law, but not in the practice of the law. And I've worked with mentors and coaches for many, many years. And I realized that it's something that I can do for for these other women lawyers. So it just seemed like a very natural next step. And it allows me to regulate my time even more so that if I want to set up my business now, only working four days a week, that's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So I have time to relax. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I still have the structure. Long weekends, you can take off. Yes. I mean, that's yes. great. That's the way it should be at our yes. age. We still want to stay involved, but we don't want to be working the 40 plus hours a week that younger people are working. And we did it in our past, but I don't want to do it anymore either. You're right. So this is perfect. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I love to travel. My husband and I love to travel, and I want to make sure. I have the time to do that. So this gives me the ultimate flexibility that I need. I think it's great. And you know what? People, I think, forget when they leave a job that they've been there for a long time, they forget that they're leaving behind all of their social family. Because once you leave, you're going to stay in touch for a little bit, but eventually you're going to lose those friends. And I think socially, we need to stay involved with people as we age. It's a very important part of staying healthy. 
I agree with that. And it's, and it's the social side, mm-hmm. those connections, and it's also the challenges, the brain challenges that keeps your brain active, that you have challenges and you have problems that you need to solve for someone else. And that keeps your brain going. And I think that's extremely important because, uh, again, again, as you age, to just sort of fall out of the whole stream of work life entirely also takes you out of certain other things like learning how to use technology. You know, exactly. I <laughs> uh, you know, I want to try to stay up with that. Right. Working forces me to do it because I, you know, like you, I have to learn how to use Zoom. I have to learn social media, you know, for marketing in my business. I, there's lots of things I have to learn that a younger generation takes for granted, but but I need to learn it and I'm happy to learn it to stay relevant. So me too, because if we don't learn technology today, all of a sudden we will not be able to do anything anymore because it will overwhelm us and we are lost. You have to keep up on technology as it moves ahead. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're right. It gets so far ahead so quickly. Yes. You can't Overnight. keep up with it. You can't. Yep. So every time something new comes out, you've got to become aware of it, try and use it. Like Clubhouse is out now. I've been on Clubhouse. It's a new platform to meet. In fact, we met on Clubhouse, correct? We did. We, we did. did. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yes. So yes. we were both out there trying something new. What is this Clubhouse? What is it? And we met each other there. We did. And I love it. I am jumping in and out of different conversations. Some I like, some I don't, but it's a great tool, a great vehicle, and it's great for business. Yes, it really is. And it's pretty new, like maybe 11 months old now, maybe a year. But you have to keep jumping on the new platform, the new technology. Try TikTok out. Even people say it's for younger people. Try it out. You've got to keep up with everything so that when the next thing comes out, you're, you can use it. You know what you're doing. Don't fall behind. Because I think older people that never get on the computer, that don't have internet in their home, which I've talked to some that don't, how can you keep up on anything? You really can't without the internet. You really can't. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important to keep up on technology because like I said, it changes from day to day. And if you don't keep up with it today, tomorrow, you're, you're never going to be able to catch up. You right. You can't make up that ground. I agree. No, no. Yeah. So there's certain things that we have to do as we age to keep relevant. And, and the other thing is exercise. We have to be out there moving and exercising to keep our bodies fit it's not just the mind, it's the mind, it's the social, but it's the body as well. We've got to be out exercising. And it doesn't have to be in the gym for hours a day, you know, just get out and walk every day, you know, just exactly. do something. That's so. how I start. That's how I start every morning. And mm-hmm. uh, in the time of cicadas that we're in right now, oh my it's gosh. An interesting, interesting walk every day. I've had to turn the volume up on my cell phone because I always listen to a podcast or, or some kind of, uh, I'm always listening to something. Me too. They me too. have been so loud. I had to turn the volume all the way up. Yes. That's yes. interesting because when I started in real estate, I think it was 204. 
the cicadas were out then and they were so loud. And I remember one house, I had an open house and they were so noisy. And then all the dead carcasses were all over the driveway. It was a mess, a mess. So uh, now I'm not hearing them around my house right now, but about 10 miles north of me, they are hearing the cicadas. So it's kind of weird where it's hit and miss. It, it is odd. We have them very loudly right now. We did not have them for a while, but many of my friends did. So, But I am told that it's just a couple more weeks and they're gone. Yeah, they don't last long. They do. Yes. And then they're gone. Yes. And then you just sweep away their old carcasses that they left everywhere. <laughs> if they're on the grass, it doesn't matter. But if they're all over your driveway, you want to clean up. <laughs> but that was very interesting for a new realtor to have that to deal with on top of everything else. It was funny. It was funny. And I like the sound. The sound wasn't bad. It's just that later on when all those dead carcasses were all over, it was messy to clean up. And it still is. Yeah. yeah still there you lives. go. Yes. <laughs> so before we close, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to. I wanted to say to you that I love the word bold women lawyers. And I don't know if you're aware, but the byline of my podcast is be bold, not old. So I use that bold as well. What made you pick that adjective, bold? And I do love your byline too. I, I picked it because people, women in law, need to understand that stepping out on your own is a bold action. Mm -hmm. It is bold and good for you for doing it because, you know, I think it was um, Betty Davis that said a long time ago, growing old is not for sissies. Mm -hmm. Well, running your own business is not for sissies either. And so you are bold and you need to take that and own it when you're stepping out and you're going to run your own law practice. So that was where that came from. There yes. you go. That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And and the another little uh, tag, it's not really a tagline, but it's something that's, I think it's in my intro where, or the outro, I forget which one. Being old can be new if you know what to do. <laughs> and my sister came out with that little ta that little saying, and I just loved it. So I had them put it, I think it's in the outro. Being old can be new if you know what to do. And it's true because you can try new things. You can learn to be different. We, we don't have to do what we've done before. We can change and be a whole new person in our older years if we want to. So it can be new. So I think that's a great little saying. And I have to attribute that to my sister, Joey. She she came up with that. So, so what is the hardest part of starting a new business? What is the hardest part when someone goes out on their own? The, the hardest part, I think, is to overcome the fear. Usually start out and Mostly it's women that have been in some other practice with a big firm, a medium-sized firm, could even be a smaller firm. They decide to go out on their own and you'll have some business that you take with you and that will sustain you for a little bit. But there's that fear of the unknown. And you've taken the step, whatever your motivation was, you've taken the step to do it. Now you really have to work on overcoming that fear and just moving forward and understand, will you make mistakes? Sure, we all do. Learn from those mistakes and keep moving forward. 
That- that's that's true. And fear it can just overwhelm you if you let it. Like you said, you've got to get rid of that fear exactly. and just be very positive and keep moving ahead, and you'll be fine. But if you let fear overwhelm you, then it could take you down. So you that is that is true. Yes. Yes. And it may cause you to walk away and don't do it. You don't know, do don't it. you Mm-mm. just keep moving forward. That's, That's right. right. Eventually you will make it if you just keep moving ahead. One step at a time. Everybody makes mistakes. You just keep moving ahead, like you said. Exactly. So where can my boomer nation reach you if they want some more information about, you know, maybe there's a lawyer out there listening that wants to start her own. So where would people contact you? Yeah, go to my website, boldwomenlawyers.com. There's plenty of contact information there. There's a a free guide for women who are looking to set up a solo practice. You can download it right there, but uh, that's how you can get in touch with me, boldwomenlawyers.com. Oh, I just love that. So, and that information will be in my show notes for those of you who aren't near pen and paper. Just go to kickassboomers.com, click on Sharon's picture, and the show notes will pop up. So you'll be able to say, if you can't remember Bold Women Lawyers, which is pretty easy, but you can go to the show notes and find it there too. So before we close, is there any other one tip or final bit of advice you would like to share with other baby boomers? Sure. My advice is if you want to do it, do it. Don't be held down by other people's views of what a, in my case, a 65-year-old woman should be doing. Don't let that affect you. You do what you want to do, set a plan, and go for it. I love that. That is such good advice. And we do talk about that on almost every podcast. Just do it. You don't want to look back and say, I wish, I wish, I wish. Just do it. And today in our 60s and 70s, we're so much younger than our parents were. And, you know, we have the technology can help us do anything we want. And so much of it can be done right at home. So why wouldn't you try? Exactly. Why wouldn't you try? That's exactly right. Exactly. So thank you so much for being such a great guest, Sharon. I've really enjoyed all of the information you shared. And I'm hoping that you're inspiring my audience to go out there and do whatever it is you want to do. So thank you. You are welcome. It has been a pleasure. And I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. Thank you so much. I'm I'm happy about that. And I hope everyone enjoys today's podcast with you. I think they will. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.